Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, bud, let's play a little game here. Um, I'm going to have you tell us whether you think uh, some of these items I'm going to give you are overrated or underrated, and you know, it's up to you to kind of go where you want to go, but some of these are interesting, So, and not, they're not all you know, financially related. I'm going to throw a couple curveballs in just for fun. Okay, cool. <laughs> Keep me on my toes. Yeah, that's right. We'll play a little game here. So overrated, underrated. Here we go. All right. I'm going to start off with a with an interesting one. I'm going to, I'm going to hit you hard right out of the gate. Variable annuities. Variable annuities. I would classify those as overrated. All right. The reason why is that a lot of the hype around the variable annuities that people like are the guarantees that they provide. Okay such as a lifetime income or an increasing death benefit. And, you know, they promise, you know, you're going to get all of the market or let's say a 6% roll up or something like that. You need to be very careful if you're looking at those and understand all of the hidden fees and expenses that are in there. A lot of times what I find is variable annuities. When we call the company and find out what the actual expenses are, they can range from three and a half up to five and a half percent of expenses built into those variable annuities. Hmm. So if you think about that, if you have the market and you subtract out, let's say three and a half percent, well, if the market goes up 10, you're getting six and a half. If the market goes down 10, you're actually going down by 13 and a half because you have to still take out the fees even in a down market. So chances are you're going to hit what the guarantees are in the contract, which is fine. That's what they're there for. That's what annuities are meant to do. They're meant to protect. However, when you compare what the guarantees are in variable annuities versus other types of annuities, you can get way more benefits by being in safer types of annuities. So an example I use for these variable annuities is like a duck boat. I'm not sure if you've ever been to Wisconsin Dells before. I have not. Okay. But do you know what a duck boat is? It sounds familiar, but I'm not 100%. What is it? So in World War II, they had these vehicles that uh, were landing craft kind of thing. So they could go in the water and then they would roll up on land. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Yep. So in the Wisconsin Dales, I don't know how they started it there, but we were there visiting our family and everyone told us, oh, you got to go on a duck boat ride. So we got the family up on there and everyone's uh, in their seats and it's driving on you know these turny roads in the country. And it's the most inefficient thing on land I've ever seen. <laughs> and then it gets in the water. And I swear to goodness, we were passed by an actual duck. So very slow in the water. <laughs> However, it's kind of cool because you just roll on up and he switches gears. And the propeller turns off and he shifts it to drive and they drive out. So it's, right. it's really fun. But however, so that's what a variable annuity is like. It's trying to operate in two worlds. It's trying to operate in the world of an investment for growth. And it's trying to operate in this world of safety for income and those kinds of things. It's just not efficient in either one. Gotcha. So I'd much rather see if you want safety, let's put the money in safety, just the minimum amount that we need to make the safety that you need and everything else be earmarked for growth and then strip off all those extra fees and expenses. So 
variable annuities to me are overrated. Okay, well, that's a, a really great uh, breakdown of uh, the explanation as to why Eric's going to go with overrated. And we're playing a little game here on the show, overrated or underrated. So that was variable annuities, a lot of great content and great information in there. Uh, I'm going to make this one easy, fireworks. Fireworks. Um, I I would say underrated. I think those are I think those are the coolest thing ever. Um, you're a stellar, you're a fan of the stellar starworks, huh? Or fireworks. I certainly am. What I'm not a fan of is the after effects if you launch them yourself. The cleanup the next day. The cleanup. Um, yeah. Maybe burning your fingers depending on what you're doing. Yeah. I've done that a few times. Okay. All right. Well, fireworks. So you you think they're underrated? More fireworks for Eric. There you go. Yep. Love fireworks. All right. Uh, paying off your mortgage early. Overrated or underrated? You know, it's, I'm kind of on both sides on that, actually. Okay. But right. if I had to lean on one, I would say more of the overrated than the underrated. Okay. Um, the reason why is that when a lot of people are trying to pay off their mortgage early, they're putting more money to it, which is fine. But they may be sacrificing something else like saving for retirement. So the one thing is about your mortgage, if it is a fixed rate mortgage, is that the amount that you're sending to the bank or institution each month is not going to change. It's going to be level for the life of that loan, which is kind of you know cool when you think about it because everything else is going to go up around it and you're going to get raises and promotions and you're going to making more money so it's going to seem like a smaller and smaller amount the longer you go but if you're sacrificing saving for retirement just to pay off the mortgage sooner uh, that's where i would say it, it's overrated you know you have to remember that you can finance anything in life except retirement yep. and if you have the time on your side the the time for the compounding growth of those retirement dollars, I'd much rather see you pay the mortgage level and then put those extra dollars you commit towards your retirement funds. So that's why I would say paying off early to sacrifice retirement, it would be overrated. All right. Well, that's our next topic here on uh, Retirement Ready with Eric Peterson. How about roller coasters? Overrated or underrated? I'm a big fan of them. So I would say they're underrated for a couple of reasons. One, the new generation of roller coasters, you know, it's just the, the technology and the engineering feats that go into those. I mean, they have to make things now. They are impressive. Everyone's wow factor is so high that they have to go, you know, above and beyond now. Um, you know, things that are suspended and you're hanging upside down and, or, you know, laying, I, we were in one, uh, in, uh, great American, just in Milwaukee, south of Milwaukee a little bit. This was years ago. We went there with the kids and it was a Superman ride. Mm, oh so yeah. You're, where you're laying like that. Yeah. Yeah. You sit there and then all of a sudden, then it pulls you, pulls your hind end up and locks you in. So you're face down, mm-hmm. you know, and that was, you got to fly like Superman. Yeah, that was really, really cool. Then the pictures that they, you know, now you get the pictures at the, you know, highest uh, points, of course. Or the drop point, yeah. They want to sell those. And the the scream on my wife's face is just precious. (laughs) We have it somewhere. I got to get it framed. Yeah, so I would say underrated. I love roller coasters. Yeah, and, you know, and it's funny. Every year I get older, they get less impressive to me, mostly just because I just don't think I could handle them anymore. (laughs) But when Mm. I was younger, I used to love them. But I think uh, age has taken that little bit of fun away from me. All right, so we're going to keep playing this game. I got a couple more to get from like i said it's not going to all be financially based but we've got some good ones in there as well and eric's giving us some good breakdowns on this overrated or underrated sushi <laughs> sushi you know, i enjoy sushi but i would say it's overrated especially in iowa <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. well we do get fresh fish i mean there I know, are points that come in because think about it i mean you're 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 paying a lot of money for stuff that's not even cooked yet yeah, so man. but it is i i enjoy it every so often uh it's nothing that my wife will eat with me so i have to kind of go if i have a buddy that likes it we'll go and have it but uh 
you know, I'd rather see a chef actually have to work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sushi there's, chefs do work. There's, a, there's the, a lot of art to it as well. There so, is art, but yeah. I like to see them have to cook. Yeah, you know, I, I like the you. cooking aspect of it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to a financial one for you. I'll get you back in your wheelhouse. Okay. Uh, overrated, underrated, getting a big tax refund. That is uh, extremely overrated. Okay. The reason why, and I know that for some people it's helpful because every year, you know, in March or April, they get this refund. They use that for, maybe they use it for a trip or they use it to pay the property taxes or, you know, it's kind of a forced savings account to them. But if you think about what a tax refund is, is that you gave the government too much money and they gave you zero interest on that money for the time that they held it. You should try to get your taxes to where you owe a little bit. Now, not so much that you have to pay a penalty, because that's irritant <laughs> in and of itself, but just enough where you have to write them a small check, and then you guys are all good. You're all square with the government. So what happened was this last tax year was people's withholdings were adjusted, and they really didn't notice it that much. Um, they adjusted them pro- wrong, too, didn't they, the first go-around? Was that an adjustment? I thought I read somewhere that it was the numbers were off. They probably did, and yeah. then they had to you know, go back and readjust. But people didn't get enough money paid in. Right, right. So they had to write a little bit or pay taxes, and they were used to getting refunds. And so when they were talking about, hey, everyone got a tax cut, they are like, well, no, that's that's bull. I didn't right, get a tax right. When you go back and look at the tax liability you had to you over a year, it was actually less. It's just that you didn't. people don't remember their tax liability. What they remember is their refund yeah. or lack of refund. So, um, but I would say a, a big, a big refund is overrated unless you're a person that just cannot save. If you don't have the discipline to save, then maybe having those taxes withheld and so you just spend what's left over and then every year you get a nice little bump because you get this check back from the government, then maybe it's okay for you. But for, we try to help our clients get to the, pay the least amount of tax possible, but only pay what is necessary and not have big refunds. You know, back when I was in high school in the mid-80s, I think I had a, an economics teacher who said, ideally, you want to shoot for as low on either side of the coin as you can get. Uh, what do you think about that? He was like, if you can if you can get away with only owing them, you know, 100 bucks, great. If, if, if they owe you 100 bucks, great. But the idea is to head for zero as much as possible. Oh, yeah. Zero is the best. Yeah. You know, that's that's even Steven. But yeah, having a little, having to pay a little bit or getting a little bit back, but you don't want, you know, a, a six thousand thousand dollars yeah 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 Yeah, you just don't want that because that's money you could have put towards you could put that in retirement and had that working for you that whole time as opposed to government waiting to give back to you yeah so overrated or underrated roth iras i think those are severely underrated okay if you think about you can have an account where you can put money in it can grow tax deferred you can take it out tax free that's a huge win now, some people are not able to contribute to Roth IRAs because they make too much income. Uh, if you're not able to contribute to Roth because of your income, you want to go back and check if you are still working, see if your plan has Roth 401k contributions allowed to it. That'd be one way to get the money in. Or if you are retired, or if you think about it, over the next nine years, so from till 2028, we know what the tax rates are going to be. So you got to think of this as the optimal time to maybe shift money from IRAs and 401ks to Roths. So you shift it from forever tax money to never tax money. That's a great day. When you can enter retirement, have a pool of tax-free money. Also, there's no forced distributions on it. It passes to your heirs tax-free. It's just a wonderful account. So I think they're they're underrated in the planning aspect that they can have for you. So Roth IRAs, you definitely need to consider those and look into those now or even in retirement. You need to start looking how I can get some money in the tax-free bucket. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. 
If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.